Welcome to Sustainable Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Marilyn West. I teach new coaches how to start their coaching business without overspending and overthinking. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to start your coaching business or you're ready to monetize your expertise. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. I'm super excited to take you behind the scenes so you can see what it's like to be around like-minded individuals who are starting their coaching business. If you haven't yet, make sure you scroll down in the show notes and secure your spot for the two-day boot camp that's kicking off on September 11th and 12th. You do not want to miss out. Day one is gonna be about how to build authority as a new coach. And day two is gonna be about how to position your expertise for profit. A lot of times we really don't understand how to leverage our intellectual property to be seen by the people that want to invest in our services. One thing that I truly believe as a coach, you are the solution to other people's problem and people will come looking for you, but will they be able to find you? So today's episode, you're going to hear a couple of coaches ask questions, and I know that you can learn a lot from this episode, and I'm going to start sharing more behind the scenes conversations that I'm having amongst my communities. Hello, hello, everyone. If you guys can hear me, put a hello in the chat. I want to make sure that my audio is coming over. Thank you so much, Dr. Deborah. If this is your first time hearing my voice, my name is Marilyn. I am a coach for coaches, and I help coaches build a profitable online business that scales sustainably. I started my first coaching business in 2015, did not become a full-time coach until the end of 2021. I truly believe that so many amazing coaches coming to this industry and for one they don't understand how to position themselves as a person of authority and not only how to attract clients that's going to keep their marketing funnel and sales funnel going so i'm all about sustainability and making sure that you have a balance when it comes to your day-to-day life and also while building your business so sustainability i believe as a coach we are the solution to other people's problem so therefore being able to to attract problem aware leads is something that you have to learn how to do. And honestly, it's something that you need to learn how to do daily. Because when you think about a funnel, a funnel is huge at the top, but it's really small at the bottom. So what does that mean? Everybody that comes into your funnel will not make it down to the bottom to become a client of yours, or they may not convert within a year. So with them not converting within a year, you need to know how to maintain that momentum when it comes to your coaching business. And that's why a lot of coaching business fail. They fail because of the visibility and not knowing how to keep the marketing momentum going inside of their business. And that is something that I truly believe that every coach just needs to know how to position themselves when it comes to their coaching business and they can maintain that momentum. Coach Anisha, so great to see you. So let's jump into this. So today we're going to be talking about Coaching with confidence, I truly believe every coach have to embody confidence so they can show up their most authentic self and not look to their left and their right and worry about what everyone else is doing. But making sure that they're positioning themselves in a way that they are continuing to take risks when it comes to their coaching business, trying new things so they can achieve their goals. So there are four confidence that I think every coach needs to embody, and that's social confidence, emotional confidence, 
intellectual confidence and physical confidence. And these uh, confidence really play into you attracting the people that you really want to work with and repelling the ones that you don't want to work with. And I feel so strongly about that because a lot of times in the beginning, so many people teach you just to take on so many clients to see who you enjoy working with. And I believe that's true, but also it comes down to your marketing. So that confidence is going to be everything because it's going to allow you to be able to show up as a person of authority and not chase people, but attract. Attract the people that can really come into your coaching business and that you can genuinely help give them that transformation. Because one thing you have to understand as a coach, people are not hiring you just because you got a certification or call yourself a coach. They're hiring you to transform their lives. So if they're hiring you to transform their lives, you need to make sure that you can show up and you can also deliver. And that is so important. So this social confidence that every coach should embody is the ability to interact with other people in a comfortable way and in your most confident way. So regardless if you are actually collaborating with someone that may be in the same industry as you or you showing up going live on Instagram, how do you show up? How do you present information to show your potential clients that you are someone they can trust where they can have that believability. That know, like, and trust that we always talk about as a coach comes from you showing up consistently. If you ever heard me speak before, you know I always say you have to care for your community. The C stands for consistently show up. A lot of coaches are getting burnt out in the beginning because they are trying to implement too many strategies when it comes to social media and it doesn't align with them. I'm that coach. I don't push a particular platform on a coach because I know if I say, hey, Coach Anisha, you have to use Clubhouse to grow your coaching business. And if you're not a confident speaker and that doesn't align with your strongest skill set, she's going to stop showing up. She's not going to take any action. So when it comes to that consistency and that social, confidence, being able to show up in one space and attract many people, going back to what I just said in the beginning, you need to learn how to attract leads daily as a coach. So how can you maintain that consistency? What social media platform will be your platform of choice? And how can you collaborate with other people so you are no longer connecting with the audience that's moving through the marketing funnel, but already in the sales funnel because they know you, they kind of like you and they trust you because they found out about you through someone else's platform that they have been following. If you want to go fast, go along. But if you want to go further as a coach, collaboration is the key. So what social media platform may be that platform for you? For me, I love Clubhouse, I love Instagram, and I also like being on LinkedIn. They have a new audio, I've been playing around with that. So I'm aligning these platforms to my strongest skill set, and it's allowing me to build even faster. And this is something I would challenge you to do. Think about what platforms feel good to you 
Don't try and do multi-channeling in the beginning. A lot of people say, hey, do multi-channeling. This is something that you want to implement in your business if you want to grow. In the beginning, when you are learning to speak directly to your target audience of the people that you want to work with, multi-channeling may not be for you. The way that I write content on Instagram, when it comes to a reel, the content may be the same, but the hook is going to be totally different when it comes over to my LinkedIn account. So you have to put yourself on platforms that's really going to feel good to you when you think about your social confidence and being able to attract the people that you really want to work with when it comes to your coaching business. So when you think about that social confidence, think about your ability to interact with others in a comfortable and confident way, aligning to your strongest skill set. I'll say that again, aligning to your strongest skill set. When I started my coaching business, I was working in a position where I couldn't show up on social media, but I was able to leverage my content, my intellectual property with Pinterest because it's a profitable wear platform. It's a SEO driven platform. So you get to choose what platform is going to work best for you and stick it out for like a year. And I promise you, you will build real relationships with people and that demand is going to eventually come for you. The second one that I want to talk about as a coach, which is so important, is your emotional confidence. And that's the ability to manage your own emotions in a healthy and a productive way. That's keeping you from becoming, being burnt out. So many people keep starting and stopping their coaching business. And unfortunately, they would never get the momentum that they need when it comes to building authentic relationship with people they would like to work with because they keep starting and stopping. And that's why I said in the beginning, find a platform that's going to work for you because when you're out here starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur, I would tell you it is not easy. It is not easy because you have to make sure that you're not in a reactive mode and more so in a proactive mode, being able to take action in your coaching business. So some days you're not going to want to feel like showing up, but I would tell you, take that day because I'm all about, hey, listening to your body, but you got to know when to jump back in. Building a business will expose every weakness that you have about yourself. Everything. If you're someone that have not did anything successful and completed, and when I say that, I think about myself. I tried out for track, made the track team, said it was too hot outside, I quit. Then tried out for color guard, made the color guard, said the same thing, and I quit. So I had a proven track record of starting things and not completing it. So if you're one of those type of people who have a track record of starting things and not completing it, then you need some type of accountability, somebody who's going to hold you accountable and also who have did the set thing that you're trying to do because we're all dealing with inner critics. I talked about if I had let my inner critics get the best of me when I started my podcast, you guys, I was so excited this morning when I checked my analytics. I'm a data girl. I follow the numbers. And to see that I'm in 55 countries now, 
and I have clients in Africa, Canada, in the UK. It blows my mind. But when I started my actual podcast, I had to stay around like-minded people to keep going because the success of a podcast is only 22 episodes. People don't make it past 22 episodes. And I think I just published episode 37 that went out today. So when it comes to aligning your skill set in your coaching business to things that's going to make you feel comfortable and confident and you being able to manage your emotion in a healthy and a productive way to understand when you are experiencing burnout, when you're being overwhelmed, if you're experiencing pushback from someone inside of your coaching community, if someone is saying, hey, you said that I was going to get this transformation, but I don't see it coming. Have you really validated your offer as a coach? So that's why it's so important when it comes to starting and scaling your coaching business that you have the confidence that you need. And I believe that there's three phases of a coaching business. This is what I believe. I don't know what any other coach may say out there, but this is what I believe. I believe it's starting, scaling, and sustainability. And if you click the link above, you know everything in my coaching business is built around sustainability. I know how it feels to be in a high tempo environment, meaning everything is fast paced. And I understand that there are seasons when you need to be in a high tempo space, and there are seasons when you need to rest and clean up the back end. Think about the things that you have already did in your coaching business and clean it up and think about how you're going to continue to scale it forward. In that starting phase, it's going to depend on your consistency, how fast that you build a demand for your coaching business. And this is why I don't believe in creating content the day of when you're thinking about posting. This is why I truly stand behind a marketing campaign. Because this is going to keep you guys focused and staying on your brand voice and messaging. So it's so important when you're thinking about starting your coaching business that you understand how to leverage what you already know so you can show up as your most authentic self in the most confident way. Because when you have that social confidence, and you're able to create that space on LinkedIn or Clubhouse or Instagram, wherever you feel comfortable, that's going to allow you to build that connection with the people that you want to work with. When you're able to manage your own emotions, even if you're teaching someone something that you did and they get success before your timeline, how are you going to manage your emotions? In the starting phase of your business, because content is everywhere because of AI and because course curriculums are everywhere. And if you ask me, influencers are converting faster than coaches because they understand the power of showing up. They understand the importance of having something to sell and keep talking about it. They understand how to build a community of buyers. So when it comes to your confidence, make sure your social confidence, your emotional confidence is on lock. 
because that's going to prevent you from burning out and being overwhelmed, but learning how to attract clients every day. So the next one that I want to talk about is your intellectual confidence. I think a lot of times when people are starting their coaching business, they started from a place where they, they have good intentions. I truly believe they have good intentions. But then they start looking to their left and their right, and everything seemed like something that they need to talk about. And as a coach, that's the quickest way to dilute your message and your transformation of what you can do for other people. That intellectual confidence is you having the belief in your own intelligence and ability to transform someone's life and also continue to learn. And I'll say that again. A lot of times coaches get to the point where they roll harder in the wrong direction. And what I mean about that, some of them, they are very intelligent and they know how to help people. But when it comes to understanding in their business to identify when something is not working, they don't stop. They continue to post more content. They continue to show up. What you know is already enough as a coach. Being able to master your messaging is going to be the hardest thing that you do as a coach. I always tell new coaches, your abilities in the beginning, nobody care about it. Nobody care about the certification, the degrees, and all these different things. I can show you people online with no degree, no certification, and they're killing it as a coach. Your visibility is going to be everything in the beginning. How often that you show up, how often you create a safe space, how often you cultivate community with the content that you put out. So you have to be able to know, I don't need to go out here and seek another certification to say, hey, Coach Anisha, you're validated now to go be a coach. You don't need that. You don't need to get out there chasing the shiny object. You need to lean into your own understanding, position yourself, position yourself as an expert. And when I say an expert, and I just made a post on Instagram about this, I'm not saying you have to go out there and get another certification. An expert in the coaching space is just you being known as a trusted source for information. Where people want to come back and know, hey, you know what? Every time Coach Felicia put out some content, I'm going over there because she's always talking about how can I lose weight within 10 weeks without exercising? Or I'm definitely going to go listen to Coach Amy because she's always talking about stinking thinking and I know I need to get rid of my stinking thinking. Trusted source, not out here getting another certification. I have seen people with a $35 certification get certified, and I have seen people pay $10,000 for a certification. To each his own. To each his own. One thing that I need more coaches to understand is coaching now is no longer a luxury. It's a necessity. So how you position yourself in the market is going to stick with you for time and years to come. And I'll say that again. How you position yourself in the market in the beginning is how people are going to remember you. 
if I just said that coaching is becoming a necessity and no longer a luxury, what I mean about that, if I wanted to lose 10 pounds, if I wanted to get rid of my stinking thinking, there are coaches out there with memberships for $35 a month. And there are also coaches out there for $3,500 for three months. You will attract the type of buyer that you want to work with based upon your positioning. So just because someone you admire or your competitor priced their program the way that they did doesn't mean that you have to. But that all comes down to confidence. And I would tell you, as a person who used to run workshops, boot camps, and all these different things, starting at $50, $99, $297, $4,000 now, it's the same energy. When you come down to selling something for $35 or $3,500, it's the same energy. But you get to determine, are you going to position yourself as a nice to have? Or as a coach that people really want to work with and they know they're coming for the entire experience. But that's going to be based upon how you show up, how you articulate your value, and how you have mastered your message. Your intellectual property, your content that you put out as a coach is going to be the backbone of your business. It's either going to allow you to move fast or move slow. And it's all based upon you. So when you're thinking about positioning yourself in the market, make sure that you're leaning on your ability to continue to grow and have a growth mindset. So you don't attract the people that you don't want to work with in the future because you understand your vision of where you're going. So the three that we have talked about is social confidence, emotional confidence, and intellectual confidence. The next one that I want to talk about is physical confidence. And physical confidence is so important to me because I truly believe that a lot of coaches experience burnout because of their physical confidence. And when I talk about this physical confidence, I mean you having the energy to continue to show up when you know that you feel okay about your body image, your self-esteem, your physical ability, you're taking care of yourself, self-care. Self-care as a coach is so important. Are you constantly comparing yourself to other people, how they look, branding photos, they got a videographer. We get in our own way. We start to self-sabotage ourselves. But it all boils down to how you feel about yourself. Last year, 2022, I decided not to post any branded photos. None. And why did I do it? Because I didn't want to attract the type of coach that was out here chasing popularity. I wanted to attract a coach who was really building a legacy. Someone who had something to say as an expert and professional. That's what's going to continue to show up, not compare themselves to other people, and don't feel like they can't post content because they don't have any branding or new photos or new video content. 
Self-sabotage in the coaching space is real, you guys. And this is why as a coach for coaches, if you follow my content, I do not talk about six-figure this because guess what? I want people to come into my program and understand that my timeline is gonna be different from Felicia's timeline. How often I decide to show up it's going to build that momentum for my coaching business. And I don't need to compare someone many years of experience that I am unable to see because they're just coming on a platform starting a coaching business, but that doesn't negate the years of experience and being able to help people. And unfortunately, so many coaches believe I have to have a big platform to be successful. No, you don't. No, you don't. Look at some of my testimonies. So many people are stopping because they feel like I got a small audience. I'm just getting started. No, you're just starting a business. And just like any other business, you're going to have growing pains. So it's so important that you learn to take care of your physical confidence, body image, so you can continue to show up, so you can feel comfortable when you go live, when you're on stages, your self-esteem, what you value about yourself, and you recognize your own worth, because you're gonna feel confident. Your physical abilities, if you follow me, you know I love to work out. I try and drink my water because you cannot pour from an empty cup. You got to prioritize yourself. I don't believe in the hustle culture. I know my physical abilities now, and I know where my bread and butter is at when it comes to building my coaching business. And it's definitely shifting to my podcast, which I would encourage every coach to start a podcast the right way. Now, the wrong way, is just starting a podcast and building it and thinking they're going to come. But if you want to do it the right way, then you definitely need to join and be a part of my two-day boot camp to learn more about my society. So you can come into my society to learn how to position yourself as a expert. It's so many people that's teaching people start a podcast, start a podcast. And I go to their podcast and they haven't even trained the algorithm on who they are, but they're teaching people. And the saddest thing I know that's going to come out of that, the only people that's going to ever know about their podcast is the people that follow them. As a coach, you're not trying to be a professional podcast. Okay, Coach Indisha, join the podcast team. I'm here to tell you, so many people are going to start a podcast and that's all they're going to have is a podcast. But they would never be a podcaster. They'll just be podcasting. I talked about that last week. Because nobody would never know what their content is or be able to find it based upon the algorithm. Positioning. As a coach, positioning is so important. And you have to make sure that you're strategically placing your intellectual content in a way that's going to allow you to attract clients now and in the future. You got to make sure when it comes to starting your coaching business and scaling your coaching business that you understand that consistency and patience is the key. So while you're starting your coaching business and coaching with confidence, 
Continue to set realistic goals for yourself. Surround yourself with positive people who really believe in what you do. Take care of your physical and mental health as a coach. So important. So many people believe that build it, they will come. And when you know you're bootstrapping your business and you're faking it until you make it, that's going to just keep making you feel like an imposter. And you're not going to want to show up. So it's so important when it comes to your mental health that you take care of yourself. Practice positive self-talk. Celebrate your success. And when you have that confidence, social, emotional, intellectual, physical, it's going to allow you to attract the clients that you want to work with. And you're going to be able to build trust with them even faster because they're going to start seeing you as the expert that you are. And they're going to know, hey, that's the coach I really want to work with. The way she show up, the way that she speak, the way that she brings authority about what she does. And she's always here. Giving away knowledge. See, the thing is, when it comes to being a coach, I believe and I always love to say I because I come up with these things. I believe there's three stages to converting a client. It's connecting, communicating, and converting. First, they need to know that you are available. They need to know that you are there. If you're just showing up when you want to, someone could be in your buyer's journey for 12 to 15 months. And therefore, you're not going to get the momentum that you need in your coaching business because you're not showing up. You're just having fun calling yourself a coach and you're out here getting all these certifications but doing nothing with them. People do not go into your sales funnel until you have had a meaningful conversation with them. It creeps me out how many people send me a DM and offer me their services and don't even know if I need their services or not. And what tickles me the most is the marketing people. I'm like, bro, you found me. I wasn't looking for you. So you found me on LinkedIn, my podcast, and you're coming to me trying to sell me something, but you found me? If you found me, I don't have a problem. As a coach, you got to get used to having conversations. Once you connect with people, and they know, like, and trust you, they will start to communicate with you. And you won't have to chase people in the DMs. I think that's the most creepiest thing that people do, chase people in the DMs. It's creepy to me. And I don't teach coaches that strategy because I already know a lot of people don't have time for that. Would you rather take two days and write impactful content that will attract the person that you really want to work with or sit on Instagram and send out about 50 cold DMs a day just to attract a client. I'm going to tell you, I'm about productivity. I'm about my time and resources. I'm going to write this content. That's what I would rather do. I'm going to write the content knowing that I will attract the person that I want to work with. People do not enter into your sales funnel until you have had a meaningful conversation. Now you're in the sales funnel. 
This is why I say as a coach, you have two funnels that should be going for you at all time, a marketing funnel and a sales funnel. Inside of that sales funnel, going into a launch, you should already know how many people have expressed that they want to be a part of your community or join your next cohort or work with you. Because you have had a conversation with that person. That's connect, communicate. That next phase is convert. Now, here's the thing in the buyer's journey. You don't know how long it's going to take Amy or Felicia to convert after they had a conversation with you. So therefore, you have to continue bringing in new leads. Leads are the backbone of your business. And it normally takes people about six months to a year, depend on your consistency and how you show up. Will you have that predictability? But it's all about your consistency and your messaging. How often you're selling. Some people are not selling too much. Some people are not showing up enough. Introduce yourself and also let me know what type of coach you are becoming or what type of coach that you already is. And Hey, um, Marilyn. I'm Samala. I am a fertility coach and also I do postpartum support as well. Um, my question is, how did you develop the confidence to put yourself out there on social media as far as like people seeing your faces, Instagram Live, TikTok? How'd you get that confidence? Oh, that's a good question. I love that. And Somali, I, that, you're the first person I have heard with a name like that. I love it. It's beautiful. Developing my confidence. I, I'm so glad you asked because this is one of the reasons why that I got my mindset certification because so many women, I would say, we shrink back. We shrink back when it comes to talking about our business and speaking with authority. So I developed my confidence, honestly, by being a part of Toastmasters. Toastmasters is my secret weapon. I'm currently the president of my club. It allowed me to be able to get my thoughts out quickly, be able to have shorter conversations, but hit my points harder. And honestly, that consistency is gonna be your best friend. So this is what I always tell coaches when you're trying to develop that confidence just to show up and talk about what you do. Start small. If your platform of choice is Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, starting your stories. Think about something small every day that you could just show up and talk about inside of your stories. That's going to be less than 30 seconds, but you're going to be able to remember everything, all of your points as you go into the conversation. Start practicing there, and then you're going to start seeing that your confidence is going to change. And this is another trick that I give my community when we are learning about solution selling, when you start practicing your pitch or thinking about what you're going to talk about on your live, stand in front of, of a mirror. Think about what you're going to say. And this sounds crazy. So you're going to stand in front of the mirror and you're going to start talking about whatever you're going to want to talk about. You can say, hey, my name is Somalia. I am a postpartum coach and I can help you when it comes to learning about when you are the most fertile and I start practicing that in the mirror and I'll tell you the first time you do it 
you're not going to make it past probably the third word without laughing or starting because those two eyes looking back at you, which is your own eyes, it's going to make you feel very uncomfortable. But the more that you do it, it's going to allow you to get used to seeing eyes looking at you. And you're going to be like, you know what? My name is Samaya. I could definitely help you when it comes to going through the fertility process and also through postpartum. And you're going to start feeling your confidence start to grow. You just got to get used to it. So start in the mirror, then go to your platform of choice, stories, and then always make sure that you know what you're going to go into the live or the stories and talk about because people don't want to hear you ramble. My Toastmaster experience changed the trajectory of me being able to speak for a period of time and not use a bunch of filler words. That's a big thing to me as a coach. Like if I got to listen to you and you drop in a bunch of ums and all souls and you know, it, it's such a distraction. You want to show up as an expert. So thank you so much for asking that question. That was a really good question. This is the reason why I decided to get my mindset certification to learn more about the psychology and I am implementing more of that into my training and into my community because I would tell you, we self-sabotage our business. We self-sabotage ourselves. And the psychology behind just starting a coaching business is it exposed all of your weakness. It exposed everything about you. And because we're in the business of really trying to change people's behavior, their belief, their values, all based upon their thoughts, we have to make sure that we're grounded and centered and also have the confidence to show up and keep talking about what we do. Thank you for answering that. I've heard of Toastmasters, but the one I'm in like the Dallas, well, I was in the Dallas area. And I didn't know if Toastmasters was like meeting virtually or if it's something that they were still doing like in person, um, considering. But thank you for answering that. That that makes a lot of sense. And you can definitely hear it if you can hear for sure. You're welcome. And I would tell you some clubs are back in person. My club, we're virtually still and we're probably going to remain virtual. I know I'm going off a little bit. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Dr. Deborah. So before I talk about the pathways, let me let Dr. Deborah, I'm excited she joined us. I will pass it over to you. Introduce yourself and let me know what type of coach you are becoming. Good afternoon, all. Uh, my name is uh, Deborah Mergerson, and um, I am a doctor of theology. I uh, preach, teach, and um uh, I am interested in this area of coaching because, uh, and mentoring because there's so many needs in our population. And I love your conversation. And uh, this postmaster years and years ago, uh, TJ Jakes uh, at his, um, one of his women's conference here in Philadelphia, that's where I'm located. Uh, had mentioned the fact about the Toastmasters. Well, I looked, I looked, I looked, I looked, I looked. I couldn't find one. And then when I did find one, which I don't know if it's still there, COVID came in. So I dropped the idea. And now to hear you say that that opens up the door for you to really learn how to put that information out that you have. 
to give. That's a plus. So yes, please give me that information. I'm interested. Are you in Philadelphia as well? No, ma'am. I'm in North Carolina. So any other questions, you guys? I know this has been a great conversation. Hey, friends, if you are ready to start your coaching business, head over to sustainablecoaching.com to enroll into the society so you can start your coaching business today. This community is for women who are ready to build a profitable and sustainable coaching business. In this society, you will get the clarity and confidence you need to start attracting clients with proven strategies by dominating the search engine because we are the solution to someone's problem as a coach. Thank you for listening to Sustainable Coaching Podcast. I hope it gave you the clarity and confidence to start your coaching business. This is not just another podcast, it's a community. So make sure you follow Sustainable Coaching on Instagram and subscribe so you would never miss an episode.